This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode 90. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, it's Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. I have such a great book for you. Okay, I'm not going to lie. This book that I highlighted this week is pretty deep. So if you're inspired by this uh, summary of the book that I'm going to give to you, I really do recommend that you go out and purchase this book and actually go through it because I'm not going to lie. There's so much depth to the concepts within this book that at times, you know, you need a little bit of of a break, to be honest, from the content because it's so much to contemplate and to reflect on and and that sort of thing. So I'm not going to lie. This book was very challenging for me to highlight, um, but I was able to suck out some of the actionable nuggets for you. And I hope that it really does touch you and does help you in some sort of way so you can turn knowledge into action. So this book is called Meta Human by Deepak Chopra. It's all about unleashing your infinite potential. And again, it is a wonderful book. It does unlock the secrets to moving beyond our present limitations and allows us to access you know, that whole idea of infinite possibilities. And it is great because, you know, you think like, how do I do this? And this is really all about by becoming metahuman. Now, this isn't about becoming like a superhero, like you're thinking of metahuman and becoming this superhero. That's not what it's about. To be metahuman, the way he puts it within his book is just, it just means to move past limitations that are constructed by our mind and to really enter into a state of awareness where we have have deliberate and concrete access to our peak experiences, to everything that's going on for us. And so this book is good because it really does give us new insight and allow us to really delve into this idea of being fully awake in our world. So this book, MetaHuman, really invites us, the reader, to walk through a path of being here and now in the present moment and almost waking up to our reality. I mean, instead of just being mindless and um, it's actually, this book is so great because it's more than just that idea of mindfulness and or meditation. It's all about becoming Becoming metahuman, to really expand our consciousness in all that we think, all that we say, and all that we do. Okay, you ready? <laughs> okay, we're going to jump into this book, Deepak Chopra. It really does remind us that sometimes we become really distracted in our world. We get distracted by people, about possessions. We get distracted by, you know, what we're accomplishing and what we're not accomplishing, uh, what we look like, all those things. And what this book is going to do for us, it really does allow us to become fully alive and to really delve into what the deep truths of our being is. And uh, are. Okay, so let's 
Welcome all the new listeners. This is where I highlight books. I try to suck out, as I always say, those actionable nuggets, the coachable tools and nuggets that we can use to really unleash our potential in our lives and how we can turn this knowledge into action. And as a positive psychology coach and practitioner, I love to pull out that positive psychology element and the science of human flourishing and well-being um, in order for us to really make our lives better and to make us really feel like we're we're learning and growing from the books that we read. So welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. And if you've been listening for a long time, you're a loyal listener, I would love it if you could hit subscribe, obviously, so you can get the newest episodes every single week. I highlight a new book, but also if you haven't um, written a review for me, those reviews are so important for the podcast world because that's how your podcast gets known and seen by other people. So if you haven't written a review, I would love it if you could do that. The other thing you could do is take a screenshot of this episode and post it to your story on Instagram. And of course, tag me. And what that's going to do is it'll enter you into the draw because I do book giveaways all the time because I have so many books that I can give away and I mail them to the winners. Okay. So there we go. Okay. Let's delve into this book. So in moments that we feel happy, do you watch yourself feel happy? (laughs) Isn't that a a bizarre concept, right? So it's kind of, this book is all about removing yourself or moving yourself to a place of more consciousness, of more awareness. Like basically when you feel yourself happy, it's almost watching yourself feel happy. Or if you're feeling angry, do you notice a part of yourself that's not angry, right? So it's really going beyond everyday awareness, going beyond what it takes to really know who you are. That's what meta human means. It's watching yourself. And now the meta is a Greek word and it means beyond. So going beyond. So your true self is beyond time and space. And so we describe this reality that lies beyond us, uh, beyond what we see and beyond what it is that we're sensing in our world. And it really allows us to become able to see it almost like a meta reality. And that's how we become meta human. Okay. So this is awesome. Okay. So the first whole part of his book, he talks all about the secret of meta reality. And then he talks about, um, waking up and then he talks about being meta human. And if you, if you do purchase the book, there is a whole 30 day, um, step-by-step actionable program that he created to become metahuman. And uh, that's a really interesting part of the book. Okay. So the first part is the set, the secret of meta reality. So knowledge of meta reality, what is it? Right? So basically what he says within his book is that we're entangled by illusion. We are under a spell. (laughs) Our brain is programmed by our visual image that we see in our world. It's almost like a virtual reality, the way that he put it. And he used examples like that we're so much more than just our 3D world that we're experiencing that we are also consciousness. and But what is consciousness, right? And so what he says is that the reality that we're in is almost like a stage set and it's created by our mind. And we create these mental models or 3D models of the essence of the worlds that we're in. So in this 
reality is that the world that we're in is actually kind of like dreaming. It's kind of like what he calls virtual reality. So that very thing that you considered reality is actual a virtual reality because your brain has constructed or your self model has created that world. So it depends on what, so our world really influences what we absorb, what we reject, how we interpret things, what we hold on to in the, our day. And our entire experience is is based on this 3D wraparound simulated world. So that is, that's a bizarre concept, right? So that's what he talks about within his book. So what we want to do is recognize that we're so much more than our 3D world that we're looking at. We are also consciousness. And then he talked all about near-death experiences and that consciousness actually continues to exist even when we have brain death and near-death experiences proves that to be true. So that is kind of a really amazing example of pure consciousness. So then he talked all about witnessing and what we want to do is detach uh, to a place that is more about witnessing our consciousness and witnessing our world. Um, So it's detaching non-judgmentally is actually a state uh, and a path to awakening and waking up. So the idea is that we want to move away from the falseness of what it is that we think is reality, and we want to witness the world that we have. And this is more. This is a huge sense of freedom and authenticity. What he says within his book, and it's so true, right? Like when we are kind of caught up in our world, in our three D world, um, it tends to make us, you know, our story and our experiences and things that we've been through affect, you know, our reality. So the idea of meta reality is by recognizing that we're more than just this 3D virtual reality of our world. And it's about showing up almost like, like recognizing that everything is mind made illusions. (laughs) I know this is like, I know, stay with me. There is a lot of this, this book is like a really in-depth, like mind warp, right? Um, And so the idea is to step back and part of this awareness and this meta reality is that witnessing in a non-judgmental way is very awakening and just recognizing that everything around you is mind made, right? We create schemas. It's like, if you look at a swing, you know, it's a swing because you've created the name and the language for that swing. You've like, you know, you look at a swing and you know that what a swing is, even though you see a whole bunch of different swings, uh, you've given it a name. You've maybe you have some story comes up. Maybe you, when you're little, you remember swinging on a swing. And so all this is that basically it's mind made and it's important because it helps us get through our world and navigate our world. But at the same time, it's just it, the idea is, is that we want to, he's suggesting to be fully awake is to move to a place more of consciousness and witnessing your world. And we become trapped in our kind our self models is what he says. And we can surrender or investigate it more and we can kind of delve into it. So we're more than just our physical body. So we're more than just, you know, DNA replicating. We're more than just robots. That there's this self-awareness and this consciousness piece that is huge. And it's actually is what also is involved. We're whole. It's not just I, me, and my things, you know in the world that I'm in, uh, separate from everything else. There's more to it than that. There's our physical body and this 
self-awareness or sense of self, kind of like me or I, is taught. So witnessing is more about knowing about that there's more beyond just the I and I thinking. And he talked about that it's um, that I thinking is kind of ego thinking. And this book really makes a case that we need to dismantle ourselves. We basically need to embrace the infinite, that living in wholeness is better. It's all about um, stop being almost like puppets of our brain and really think um, in a way that we're not ruled by our brains, but also that there's more to it. There's consciousness and that we're energy as well. And that is really what meta-reality is. So it offers this freedom. (laughs) So the path to meta-human is the path to self-awareness. And it's all, it's about that very thing. So you can control who you are, even when you think you can't. So this meta-reality offers a freedom and it kind of frees us from any boundaries boundaries that our mind made, our brain makes up this false reality that we're in through experiences and interpretations and things like that. So, so even when our body appears to be solid, this is what he talked about. It's not, our cells are all held together by electrons and this electron electro electromagnetic field holds our body together. So if that helps you kind of see that we're not just a physical form, that we're also energy and consciousness as well. We're so much more than our DNA and the building blocks or the blueprint, but intelligence actually affects our cells and energy holds us together. So the idea here is that meta reality is that the awareness that we're more than just our physical body. And you can, you can kind of, and one of his examples was like, if you look at yourself in the mirror, you, you see your physical form, but if you think about your physical form, think about yourself, that shows you that your, your consciousness as well, that we're more than just a physical form like robots. And, um, that this really, um, I, this concept that we're just physical form is a man-made illusion or limitation. And so meta reality will rescue us from these limitations. Limitations. And I know you're thinking, oh my God, Andrea, <laughs> like this is a lot. Uh, it is a lot. And so what happens is too, is if this helps you at all, is our cells basically regenerate and change that we we basically are an entirely new, different human being than we right now than we were when we were two. So our cells have flipped and changed and regenerated that we're an entirely new person right now. Can you believe it? So what stayed the same? How do we know we're the same? What's the sense of self? And that's the concept, that consciousness, and that is what really keeps everything moving forward. And just like, you know, in your 20s, by the time you're 80, you're going to be an entirely different person. Your cells again have regenerated. So that, that concept kind of helps me with that idea of consciousness, that we're more than our physical form, that we're energy as well. All right. So this meta reality really does help us contain or think about our mind, our body, our brain, our universe, our universal energy and and consciousness. This all is whole. This is wholeness. This is the new story. And what we want to do is close the gap between the illusion that we're just a physical form and that we're separate from everything. Um, and the reality that we are consciousness, that we are 
are um, a physical form, but it's it's kind of our world has been created by our mind, and um, and that so that's kind of like coming up with a new story. It really helps us kind of close the gap between illusion and reality. And you can see that, you know, it's about looking at that space between time, space, reality. So there we go. So the existence and the consciousness are at the same time, right? We're existing and we're conscious. It's happening all at once. It's the same thing. And then what he's saying within his book is that we create an open state of mind. It's up to us. And um, this will allow us to connect to our true self, to our source. That's not just our physical body and us separate from everything else. And so there we go. Are you ready to wake up? (laughs) Okay. So this next whole section is all about waking up from virtual reality. So now remember what virtual reality is. That's everything that you're looking at right now. This is the world that you're in. He considers, and he called the virtual reality. So the reason it is, is because we we add story, we add experience, we add all these elements that, you know, make it that it's not actually reality. So our interpretation of things, um, are affect, affect what we, what it is that we see. Two people could be in the exact same situation and the way they perceive it is very different because of their story, their, um, their upbringing, their knowledge, their experience, all those things, their judgments, all those things affect how we experience the reality that's in front of us, which really isn't the reality. It's the virtual reality. (laughs) Okay. So this is all. So the first part of this is putting experience first. And what they, what he meant by this is that, um, instead of noticing the things in our life, uh, look at the experience of it. So if you put experience first, this is a dimension that is really going to help you move beyond virtual reality. So experience is, is more about, okay, like being aware of what's going on experiencing without adding story or adding things to it. And this will really help us with this uh, freedom and so we can move beyond this virtual reality. So putting things and interpretations and expectations, we usually put those things first, but what he's suggesting is that we put experience first without judgment. And that's the key to meta-reality which is huge, right? Okay. So I know, I don't know about you, but like that's sometimes hard, but maybe in that one of the things in positive psychology is they talk about a savoring and really, um, relishing in the moment and being mindful and not adding judgment, just experience the moment and kind of enjoy it and savor it and experience it with all your senses. And that's one way to really put that idea of experience first instead of the things like what's going on, what we have to do, that sort of stuff. All right. So then the next thing that he talked about was moving away from verification. So verification is a way that we give things their thingness. That's how we, you know, we create, we want to verify that something's going to happen in a certain way, or we want to verify that that is in fact what it is. So our brains construct this thingness, the way he put it within his book, and we create conclusions and meaning. We kind of lump and together things. We lump and jumble beliefs and experiences and old conditioning. And it's, it's actually then secondhand opinions. So we, we make things mean 
um, what we think in our brain is concrete and we create this concrete, um, thing in our mind and we make things solid and fixed. So we kind of create this spell or this dream or this illusion in our world, which is mind blowing, right? Ah, anyway, so yeah. So what we want to do and what is suggested within his book is to thaw out this thinkness, um, and really go to that simplest of all experiences that I am and just really experience the moment that you're in and kind of move away and go from the spell or the dream or the illusion, the judgment, move to a place that's really a true, your true self. So at this point, it really is to live close. It's about living close to your source and it's about processing and waking up to this natural, wonderful, true self, um, that is talking to us in the moments that we're in joy, when we're feeling creative, when we feel love, when we're feeling renewal, this, these are the moments actually that are our source. And this is how we become in touch with the meta reality. So then he talked about going beyond all your stories. So moving is a really big in inner journey. Oh my gosh. Right. Have you ever noticed that like a story will hold you back? Um, and one of the questions I know I ask my clients, it's like, oh, is that true? Like if they go, they tell me a whole story of the reasons why they can't accomplish something, it's like, okay, well, how much of this is, you know, limitations constructed by your own brain? <laughs> I do not, I do not say it to my clients in that way, but it's true, right? I know I have all these amazing limiting beliefs that are constructed by my brain, right? Based on the stories that I tell myself. I used to say that you can't make a living writing books, <laughs> I don't even know where that came from or where the evidence came from for me on that one. But now that's what I, that's how I make my living is from reading books, highlighting books, hosting book clubs, writing books, helping other people write books, uh, royalties that come in from the books that I've written. It's really, really amazing how once you challenge that limiting construction and belief that we can do amazing things and that we can feel and be limitless. All right. So the idea here is to move beyond all your stories and to recognize and to be in the present moment. Being in the present moment actually has no story. It's, it's just is. It just is. The present moment is just is. So go beyond adding meaning. And, um, and so that is the, one of the main messages, you know, so for example, we become attached to our stories. So it it adds misery to our life. And one of the examples he used in his book, uh, was like the story of I am fat. And so that story implies and means that I am not slim. And so this idea is that if we, when we wake up and we live effortlessly in the present moment that we shift uh, to this place that's really not influenced by our stories and not influenced by identity. So we have we can stop defending the I, we can stop defending the me and the my and the reasons and all these things, and it'll fade away to what's happening uh, to you in the pr- uh, in the present moment. And this narrative and s- of the self will fade away. Isn't that amazing? Uh, it sounds so easy and such an easy concept, but man, I, it's amazing how. It's it's like, oh, there's a story. There's another story. <laughs> it's amazing how we come up with all of them, but it 
it, we're human, right? And the reality is, is that that is what's going to happen. I mean, uh, and I always say to my clients too, while I was reading this book, I was always noticing that, well, well, actually having our stories um, and mental schemas is really important. It's so we don't have to, so we can move through our world and recognize, okay, that's a chair and I sit in it, right? Sometimes we need these stories and we need these, um, these mental pathways that are formed in order for us to to, you know, exist safely in our world. Like that's a rattlesnake that could bite me. Right. I better stay away. So, but the, I think what he's talking about more within his book is just to recognize when our stories are holding us back or when those stories are kind of making us be set in our ways. And if we can move beyond that, or if our story is making us miserable, right? And so the idea is just to move to a place that's kind of away from a narrative and that concept of, you know, of, of like just going beyond your story. It's a really big inner journey and it's great for awareness. So being fully aware, um, in what's happening right now is one of the ways that we can go beyond our stories, like see zooming out the lens and kind of seeing things for what they really are. All right. So then he talks about how waking up is a tough concept to grasp. And have you been thinking that already during this podcast? (laughs) This is like way out there. It's definitely a tough concept to grasp because because um, waking up is tough because it's often considered fringe or like new age or just like out there. Uh, so this this concept is hard to teach is what he's saying within his book. And so um, you can do it through meditation. You can do it through direct awareness. You can, um, it, it all, it's just deepening awareness is just, is coming, is recognizing that we're more than just physical and that books like this is great because it moves us from away from that virtual reality reality thinking and that the stories and the verification and the idea of putting experiences first instead of things and stories. So it's a tough concept. It really is. But science has shown that uh, waking up actually removes barriers and it helps that these barriers are created by our memories and all these other barriers, right? Um, And so by forgetting these you know, stories and barriers and kind of waking up in the moment, it's amazing that, um, our lives can become better. And so he talked too about happiness is blocked. If we're remembering and we're reaching out with like to old hurts and old memories and, or we're stressed about the future, that it really does take us away from this happy, this place that could feel very content and full of joy and happiness. And, um, so yeah, so the bottom line is, is that waking up is about expanded self-awareness. It's about going beyond your stories. It's about going beyond those fixed boundaries that we have. It's about becoming, moving beyond the, the constructs of I, like me thinking my, you know, myself and that sort of stuff. It's about in doing, we do this with awareness and it's natural for us to be fully aware. That's really where we are, our consciousness is meant to be right. And so the idea is that we want to, um, move beyond our stories, our boundaries and our limitations with, uh, mind made constructs. Okay. Take a deep breath. I know this is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. (laughs) 
I was reading this book and then I also decided, cause I was like, it's a lot of information. So I decided to also listen to it through the audio book. And so I could see if it was like going to absorb differently into my brain. And I got to say that I had to pause and reflect very often with this book. So if it feels like a lot for you right now, um, don't worry that I felt the same way <laughs> because it's very in-depth concept and it's like kind of mind blowing. All right. So the next whole part of his book, he talked about being metahuman. So how can we be metahuman? Now, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to sort of run down some of the suggestions that he has within his book. But if you want the full notes and the full, um, show notes, just go to my website and click on the book vault. Of course, subscribe to my mailing list. So you don't miss any of these wonderful giveaways and freebies that I have. Um, and then click on the book vault. And this is a whole vault of all the books that I've highlighted. And it's the, the show notes and you can have access to all these fantastic tips that he has within his book on being meta human. So for the podcast though, I think I'm just going to delve into some of these being meta waking up and being metahuman, some of the tips were uh, that he had was start where you are. So experience your direct experience, right? So get in touch with how much um, your senses, like get in touch with all your senses, how much of your sentence senses rather are real, right? And how much is it reality or how much is it story and kind of investigate that. So waking up really does expand your reality more. And it's like tuning in. It's like turning, sorry, it's like turning on the lights and tuning in to what's coming up for you and things like that. And the idea is, is that recognize when story enters, it's removing the blinders, um, and it's expanding your bandwidth. I love the way he put it within his book. It's like expanding your bandwidth that, you know, that as humans, we can change the channel and that's so cool, right? Like think about birds communicating They're communicating on a different channel. That's why. So the idea is that to change the channel. So you're moving beyond the quote unquote me channel. And you're really perceiving your body directly without any mental interferences. You're perceiving your world and your consciousness directly without any mental inference. You're basically watching yourself watch the world. <laughs> All right. And then he talked about that your senses give you a snapshot of your life. So each sensation fades as we take in life. So notice how sensations come and go and recognize that the moment that you're in is just right now. Here we go. We have one moment and it's moving by and there we go. It's gone. Here's another one. So it coming, it comes and goes with our sensation. So move beyond this idea of divided consciousness. And, and the idea is that reality is a single thing that we are whole, right? Uh, consciousness is part of it. it, includes your mind, it includes your body. And also uh, his suggestion is to see your physical body and also notice your mind, how your mind is thinking about, about it in your mind, right? You see your physical body, but you're also thinking about your physical body right now, probably, right? Um, and remember the example I used of seeing your image in the mirror. Okay. So then he talked about the snapshot is like a camera, but if, if you're taking snapshots of your life, right, you're the photographer. So what he was 
saying within his book is that you have the freedom to get back in touch with your perception and you have the freedom to create. So be with your senses and and really relax into the experience that you're in and take your snapshots. So waking up is all about being the photographer of your world and taking those snapshots um, and f- deciding what you're focusing on. And your your world basically is a bunch of snapshots glued together by your mind, right? And so these artificial constructs of the mind, they, they could creep in. So we're conditioned to see things as if they are whatever we're taking those snapshots of and that they're in motion. But the reality is, is that we can create, we create, our mind creates this 3D world. It's mind made. So I love this idea as like a baby looks at its hand and at first it's just a big blob in front of its face, but we add the story, we add the name, our hands, this is called a hand, <laughs> right? We add the language, we, our hands hold things, they pick up things like, you know, so the idea is to take notice of the picture that your mind is making right? And accept that your, your world for the the suggestion is to accept your world as face value instead of attaching the story. So we're constantly making the world mean things, right? Okay. So then he started talking about how a thought, um, is totally your own, right? So it's very hard to do. If you, if you think about it, right, picture yourself in a room, And actually look at the room that you're in right now. Okay. And now if you're driving, do not close your eyes. But if we were to close our eyes and slowly systematically start removing the things that are in the room, right? What are you left with? And it's amazing how when you remove the things in your room, you might be left with like a white space or black space, whatever it is for you, but you're still there. Your sense of self is still there. And so that's what consciousness is about is that those things that we see in our world, those are things that we've perceived and added meaning and story to. And so I love this concept is that, you know what, this shows you the mind, physical body, as well as the sense of self and this consciousness is whole. It's a whole thing and we can remove the 3d world and we still exist. And, um, that again, it's amazing, right? That kind of adds to the idea. So then the question is, how do you have a thought that's totally your own? Then it's hard to do, right? If you're, if you are free from your story, your knowledge, your preconditioning, this is a really big challenge. If you can just think of something like, even if you were to look at a picture, you would start already adding story interpreting what's in that picture. So the idea is that waking up is about getting out of that web or that waking up is about consciousness. It's going beyond. Um, and this is huge. It's going beyond just, you know, taking things at face value and, um, putting yourself into your author role, right? So almost like you're the photographer, put yourself in the author role of what it is you're taking snapshots with. Okay. So lots of information here. So reveal, uh, the other thing, oh, he talks about too, is that when we do things that we enjoy or do something that makes you happy, um, like you're enjoying yourself, you can relax into that enjoyment. That joy is one way to really experience this consciousness. When we're in that place of joy, and really present the moment and savoring and enjoying ourselves, uh, it's really relaxed. So actually 
being fully conscious and being metahuman is quite relaxing and it's quite enjoyable um, because there's no suffering and pain and fear and story and you know holding us back here. We don't judge, we don't label. So the mind is quite quiet and your true self can emerge and your the authenticity in the moment that you're in, that presence is really awakening. All right. So then he talked about becoming timeless. So basically, you know what, if you think about a future event of something, a goal you want to accomplish in the future, or if you think about something that happened in the past, that you're basically in the present moment, right? You can't, your, your mind went to the future and it went to the past, but it did that right here and right now in this waking moment. So we are basically timeless. So we want to go beyond that concept of time because it's not real. It's again, it's like, um, it's an illusion. So when you quiet your mind and your true self emerges and you're present, you become timeless. All right. So then he talked about exercising limitless. This is my favorite part of the book. So this part is all about, okay, I want you to think about anything that you want for yourself, like anything that you'd like to do or be that you consider quote unquote impossible. Think about it. Even if you have to pause this podcast right now and think about something that you really love um, to be or do that you're considering pretty much impossible. Now, this exercise is so powerful because I want you to write down all the reasons why you think it's impossible. Like write down what it is that you really want to be or do for yourself, but you're like, ah, like think of a huge impossible goal. And then it's so funny. Like you'll literally go, you'll almost be embarrassed that it's like a goal for yourself or something that you want to be or do. And it's like, almost like laugh. Like that's, that's what I want you to come up with right now. And then what I want you to do is write down all those reasons why, because your brain's going to come up with a lot of reasons why it's impossible. And then I want you to go back to that list and then ask yourself, why not? Who says I can't? And actually wait for the reply. Your mind is telling you all the reasons it's not possible. All those limitations are mind made. All those limitations are built into your virtual reality. Now, this is the main blow away point to me that I got from his book. <laughs> like, Basically, nobody says that you have to follow suit. Nobody says that, including yourself, that those mind-made beliefs are what's true. So that opens the door for you. You're limitless. So all those things are mind-made that you came up with. So that impossible, quote-unquote impossible goal or thing that you want to be or do is actually only impossible in your mind. Your mind made that up. Your stories, your experience, your conditioning right? So knowing that you have a glimpse into the idea and the fantastic new reality that you are limitless. And that is so powerful. Okay. So now I want you to go back to that list of all those reasons why you said, no, it's impossible. Not going to happen to me. And ask yourself, why not? Who says I can't? And then wait for the reply. Your mind is telling you all the reasons it's not possible, but all those limitations are built into your virtual reality. 
Okay. So then he talks a little bit about creative intelligence at play and that we're the co-creator of our experience and that there's also universal energy or cosmic consciousness and uh, creative intelligence that also is part of our wholeness and that that comes in and it's a part of our reality. We're infinitely creative. We are pure consciousness is in all forms and all things. And he talked about, you know, that things, there's a reason why now you think of something and then something shows up like synchronicity shows that there is cosmic consciousness. And he went, he talked in great detail about that as well. So then he also talked about human suffering is attached to the physical virtual reality. It's a construct. So by waking up to this consciousness, you allow for this conditioning in the mind to be released, for that hold to be released. So when people suffer, uh, they tend to blame themselves for it, but it's from that virtual reality. It's from that place that isn't real. And so we want to break that cycle or that that. Uh, those things, the human suffering. So think back to a time when you thought, when you went through huge amounts of suffering or even a little bit of suffering and just challenge and notice it as, as if it's playing on a screen, like it's a movie. Notice that suffering and that challenge and that time you went through that as if it's playing on a screen, it's like a movie. And then be the observer of it. What happens is we have a tendency to cling to the memory, we cling to the experience, we cling to the suffering, which actually ends up making us suffer more. So suffering is a construct. So if we come back, okay, now we come back to the here and the now, you're not necessarily suffering here. But it's the memories and the experience that we're clinging to that make us suffer. And he talks about it that, you know what, we really do hold on to it, that the suffering sometimes like it's very clingy, the way he said it. And um, in order to lower this suffering, we need to come back to our here and now. We need to let go of the hurt, the resentment, the anger, because it's so clingy, it clings to us tightly. And so as simple as it sounds, like, doesn't that sound so simple? It's like, oh, let it go. (laughs) Ah, and you're thinking, oh no, but that made me so angry and such and such did this and blah, blah, blah. Like, I know I have my, my stories that are very clingy as well, but this is a really neat concept, right? So if we can just stop buying into those limitations and buying into the illusion, it's really going to help us with this sense of freedom. So there's freedom in being here now. There's freedom from fear and feeling trapped and suffering. So when we wake up and and we are not letting things like that be clingy and we're here and now, uh, it's so powerful. And then he also talked about, you know what, that just enjoy the movie of your life and enjoy uh, as if you're right here spectating your life uh, and, and know that you've created your life, that you're creating your life right now with what it is that you're snapshotting and experiencing. So every day be in this awakened state and it's amazing how you can really emerge into the now and let go of attachment and stand back yet be involved. I love that one, right? Stand back, but yet be involved. Watch your life and then waking up to it now.
There's no regrets of the past or there's no attachment to the future. You know, we are here now and this is what matters. And I love that part of the book. So this book, as deep as it is, oh my gosh, like in the moments that we feel happy, what we want to do is watch ourselves feel happy. In the moments that we feel angry or frustrated, notice a part of you that is not angry and not frustrated and then, and then and then notice the present moment going beyond everyday awareness going beyond you know what it takes to really be here now and that's what meta human is about it's watching yourself right it's that greek word it means to means beyond your true self is beyond time it's beyond space it's beyond this illusion and it's really about describing this reality that lies beyond that so we can see you know is lying beyond what we see is what we get right it's when you apply this meta reality you become meta human oh my gosh okay so that book was so intense i would love to get your uh, input on it <laughs> so feel free to private message me um, i have such a great book that I'm highlighting next week. And I hope that you can tune in. Make sure you hit subscribe because then you'll get these books automatically right into your downloads wherever you listen to your podcast. All right. Thank you guys so much. I hope you have a wonderful awakened day and I will talk to you soon. If you like this podcast, that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.